0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Monday the 18th of May. I'm Nick Wassiliev, the social uh, media specialist at Booktopia and this is a podcast for uh, for reading and in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today is the brand and content manager for Booktopia, Mark Harding. How are you, Mark? I'm very well, Nick. How are you? Excellent. And alongside him is our non-fiction category manager, Joel Neum. Hey, Joel. Hi, Nick. So let's dive uh, right into it, not beat about the bush. Um, we'll start with you, Mark. What uh, are you reading this week?
1: Okay, so I've got um, two things to, to talk about. Uh, the first one is a horror book by a guy by the name of Adam Neville. Uh, He wrote a book called The Ritual a few years ago, which is one of my all-time favorite horror novels. got turned into an okay Netflix movie um, a couple of, about a year ago, I think. Um, But his new book uh, came out late last year, and it's called The Reddening, and I'm just catching up with it now. Um, And it's kind of classic, um, uh, classic Adam Neville in that it's set in kind of a rural area. There's a cult involved. Uh, there's horrific bouts of violence um, interspersed with some um, nice character work so I'm, I'm really enjoying that book um, it's really keeping me on the edge of my seat um, and while it's no it's it's not quite as as thrilling as the ritual was um, it's still a really really great read and something that that Adam Neville does it's kind of a, a calling card of his is that he builds the first two acts up so that you think that what's going on is kind of something. And then the third act, there's a big surprise and it twists off in a completely strange and weird direction. And I'm almost finished. I'm just up to the third act now. And so things are about to get even more insane in this already fairly insane novel. So that's number one. Um, And number two, small author who um, probably nobody's heard of might need a little bit of a signal boost. Uh, A guy by the name of Stephen King. Have you ever heard of him? (laughs) No, I've
0: never heard of him. Don't know who you're talking about.
1: So his new book is out and it's called If It Bleeds. And um, just a side note, I I have these books in front of me and I'm holding them up while I'm talking to you, even though there's no camera. Um, So If It Bleeds is a collection of novellas. So um, every five to 10 years or so, King will take a break from writing novels and he'll release one of these uh, collections of four uh, shorter novels. Um, And so this is his latest one and it's, always awesome to get um, fresh pages from Stephen King. He is such an He's such a, a master storyteller, and I know that's probably on the board, Um, but he really is. He's He's been doing this for such a long time. He pumps out, you know, one to two books a year. He really knows his way around the story and plot, and it's just great to get, you know, four shorter novels from him that you can just kind of sit down and get through an entire story in, in a day or in an evening, um, which is really, really fun. And one of the significant things about this uh, collection of novellas is that the title... Uh, novella, if it bleeds, um, actually features a character who will be familiar to people who have either read his books, uh, Mr. Mercedes, Finders, Keepers, and End of Watch, and The Outsider, or seen The Outsider on HBO, uh, because it, the main character is Holly Gibney, who is uh, one of the detectives that features in those four books. And it's really, really great to have her come back. She's a really compelling, interesting character. Um, He writes her really, really well, and it's just a joy to be to be back in that universe and to be back with that character and to just be back with Stephen King because I love him.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna say um, that it's so fascinating that you have. You know, like of of all the people in the in the office that I expect to be complete horror nuts, it's like your favorite genre. Is, is Stephen King your favorite author?
1: Yeah, he's my favorite author of all time. I can't I, I can't go past him. He's just written some books that have had such a huge impact on me. The first adult novel I ever read was *The Tommyknockers* by Stephen King, um, and I just every time he has a book out, I buy it, I read it. I I
2: just love him. Uh, it feels like uh, I'm having a flashback to 2013 being recommended an Adam Neville novel and a Stephen King novel by Mark <laughs> 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 on a podcast.
1: <laughs> I am who I
2: am, all right, John. You've got a very consistent personality. I'll give you that.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, my goodness. Wow. I feel, I feel like I've just stumbled on something, on some, on some, way, on some very interesting past history right oh, now. For, li-
2: I for I listeners, Mark, Mark and I used to work together, and we used to do a podcast. Uh, a long time ago for a different company. And uh, that, so, yeah, I don't think we did all that many book recommendations, but yes, Mark has always been a fan. I remember you talking about the ritual, though. That sounded amazing. I always wanted to read it, around, but never been around for
1: Well, clearly you took my recommendation seriously since seven years uh. later, you still haven't read it.
2: <laughs> I've had two children since then. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> filled oh, up hi. my time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, 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 I would like to. I read a lot of your recommendations. Just I haven't read, I haven't read him.
0: Um, so let's uh, do- head over to you, Joel. Uh, what's the book that is? Uh, what's the book that you're reading at the moment?
2: So I've got two. Um, the first one is a non-fiction title, which is what I'm here to talk about. And <laughs> but it's not the one uh, that I have read as much of. So I'll just touch on it. But the book is Tuganini. It's um, newly or fairly recently released. In March it came out, um, and it's part of our uh, new First Nations campaign that we're running on Booktopia, trying to highlight some books um, from First Nations authors and First Nations stories. Uh, and basically, it tells the story of Chogunini, which, if you don't know, is the, the mythology is that the last Tasmanian indigenous person. Um, and it's so it's, it's a historical biography which is an interesting I don't read very many of those and it's a really interesting I'm not very far into it but it's told in a really engaging way it's a, obviously it's an extremely tragic story um, but it's just a really um, fascinating glimpse of this person that uh, if you've got any knowledge of sort of the horrific way that Aboriginal people are treated in this country um, you might have heard of, but it's, you know, the, the author has gone deep into the um, original um, primary texts and like tried to pull out the story in, in as much detail as possible in a way that you wouldn't ha- have heard before. And um, it just, you know, it covers the, the various parts of her life and, um, you know, the, tragedy that strikes and then the loneliness, Um, you know, it's a very different type of story to anything I've ever read before. And it's, it's hard in some ways, but it's, it's brilliant. And it's getting, it's the sales for this book have have grown in the last couple of weeks. And I think it's just a fantastic um, book that's well worth a read. Uh, It's got this really um, creepy and gripping-looking cover as well, which is like um, very, very dark seaweed, I think it is. Uh, and it, it sort of captures that sense of um, wading through the forest and darkness very, very well. Anyway, it's well worth the read.
1: Yeah, I've seen reviews floating around for that for <clears throat> the past few weeks. And um, yeah, it's definitely on my radar. It seems like a fascinating read and, yeah, very important as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, and the other book I, I'm reading is is one that absolutely everyone and their dog has already read, and also does not need a signal boost. But it feels like it's very on um, on trend to be Original reading this book. Original by Adam
1: Neville. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> it uh, is normal people by Sally Rooney. Um, this book, <laughs> everyone seems to be reading at the moment. Uh, I gather mostly because of the new show on Stan in Australia um it's um like I've ha- had this book recommended to me for years since it first came out and I, I and I have always resisted it because I tend to resist books that are borderline literary books with where someone tells me that the the dialogue doesn't have quote marks I immediately go oh <laughs> <and> I don't <laughs> want to read it. <laughs> I tend to have pretty commercial taste in fiction, uh, and even though this is a highly successful commercial book, it's liter- it's a bit literary. So I, I I was resisting it. I have resisted it for a long time. But the thing about it is that it's it's so approachable. It is not literary or um dense or difficult to get into in that sense. It's only literary in the sense that it is you know, powerfully insightful about character and stuff, uh, which, you know, commercial fiction is capable of doing. But it, it is um, just a really beautiful story. And I, I'm listening to the audiobook, which uh, our fiction category manager, Ben, recommended to me because um, the narrator is uh, Aoife McMahon, who also does Dervla McTiernan's books. Um oh, and yep she's irish and so she can do these voices properly and i really it's capturing the book in a way that i don't think i could get it for myself if i just if i was just reading it by reading it at the same time i switch between the two but um yeah it's, it's such a it's so so capturing so far. I'm really really enjoying it, and I uh, sort of part of me wanted to be a, like a resistant person, so I could come on the podcast and go, ah, oh, yeah, everyone's going on about this book, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but actually, but actually, I'm really loving it. <laughs> so so instead, I just have to be the basic person who comes on years after everybody else I know has read it and said, oh, I'm reading this now too, but it's really good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like you, Joel. I, I hadn't, I, I'd held out for a long time, and then a friend forced it into my hand um, a while ago and said that I really should read it. And it was just a pleasure to kind of get something that actually lives up to the hype.
2: Yeah, it, it, it does seem to be living up to the hype. It's just so, I just want to get back into their heads. And yeah. Find out what they're thinking. It's, so it's very relatable. Like I, I have heard a couple of people on in my Twitter expanded Twitter circles saying that this is like a book that straight people find exciting, which that <laughs> was part of the reason that it put me off it. Um, uh, but, you know, I guess I'm straight enough to, <laughs> to get into it. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, anyway, it's working for me. And Aoife McMahon is amazing. One of the things that Ben said to me is that, because he's watched the um, TV show now too, and he says that Aoife McMahon's... Uh, version of Connell the main male character uh is better better than than <laughs> that actor who plays him in the, in the tv show <laughs> and I haven't seen the tv show yet so I, I can't comment on that one it has that that comment did stay with me and it's great she does such an amazing version of his voice I, I don't know how to explain it but it does work she, all she does is make she is a, a probably I imagine middle-aged woman playing a teenage boy, but somehow it works by just making her voice doop. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. But, yeah, I really want to
1: listen to that now, because I we binged uh, the Normal People TV series a couple of weeks ago and absolutely loved it. I thought the performances were amazing, and I thought they did an amazing job of bringing the characters in the book
2: to life. So if she's doing even better work... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I highly recommend the audiobook. It's fantastic. And you can get, now that we sell digital audiobooks, you can get it on Booktopia too. So that's nice. Um, um, I so. also
1: I, I also read um, her other book, Conversations with Friends, um, immediately yep. after I finished Normal People, and I love that too. So if she narrates that, then you've got some joyful oh, listening. Oh, yeah.
2: Let me have a look. Let's see if she does. I'm, I bet she does because um, they tend to keep this. Yes, she does. Excellent. So yeah, that's well worth a look as well. Yeah. I love if I love if you if you like that. everyone else has already read Normal People and you haven't yet read conversations with friends <laughs> then maybe you listen to the audiobook of that instead. Yeah, or
1: if you're <laughs> Normal People completist and you want to read the book, listen to the audiobook and watch the show then,
2: you know. Exactly. Yeah. It is it's a great audiobook and um I'm looking forward to seeing the TV show now because my so my partner read Read normal people just recently after the hype, and she was she's now chopping it a bit to watch it, uh, the show. But she doesn't want to watch it until she read the book. So she read the book, and then now she's waiting for me to finish it so that we can watch it together.
1: I feel like what the show did really well was it brought into focus some of the things from the book that might not have seemed kind of as sharp necessarily from like an interpretation perspective. It definitely mm. kind of takes a position on things, and um, yeah, it's just really well put together. Beautiful to watch, beautifully shot, and just like it was so nice to go back um, and see those characters again and just like recognize them. I, I
2: really loved it. It's cool, very interesting.
1: Yeah, it's in
0: like it's interesting when we, we we did a podcast on on normal people and uh, one of the, inter- the things that kind of came up as a topic of discussion was how, as an actual uh, adaptation of the book, it was one of the better adaptations that a lot of the pe- uh, us had already kind of seen in terms of how they translated it from the book to the actual. It is stream. interesting
2: reading a book like this when you know that there's going to when you know there's already a television show of it, mm. so. I keep imagining how you would adapt certain parts of it. And it just seems to me to be a very difficult proposition, honestly, as I, as I read it, um, mm. because it feels, um, so interior and I feel like a lot of those, you know, a lot of it is just what's happening in their heads, um, mm. as, as they navigate the world. Um, and I, I, I think then it relies so much on the acting. For it to be pulled off, I think, in on TV, and I think that's always a big ask. But it's, I, I'm willing to give it a shot, and everyone seems to like the TV show, so it feels like they must have done a decent job.
0: I think it's a, it's a testament to the book that uh, even someone you know, like you, who traditionally hasn't kind of gone for for these books, uh, can get a lot of enjoyment out of it, um, mm. which I think is which I think is the highest praise that you can give a book, really. Um, so. For anyone also on, on looking in, in regards to normal people, you can actually also check out a podcast that we have done um, on this channel. And before we finish off our podcast today, uh, we'll do our routine Australian author shout-out, and I'll throw uh, this to you, Mark. Um, who is the author that we're looking to shout-out today?
1: Uh, so today we're going to shout-out to Heather Rose, who just won the Booktopia-sponsored uh, 2020 ABA General Fiction Book of the Year Award uh, for Bruni. Uh, so definitely check out Bruni and Heather Rose, who is a great friend of Booktopia. Um, we love this book and we highly recommend that you get behind, um, as always, great Australian fiction.
0: Yeah, it's uh, – I think it, I had a kind of got the chance to have a, have a look at the book and a uh, very well-deserved winner. Um, she's It was a great achievement that she pulled off there with that book. Um, so that will bring us to the end uh, of this podcast. You can access all of our daily Booktopian podcasts, Uh, author discussions, interview pieces, all more on our SoundCloud and iTunes channels for free. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time for another episode of the Daily Booktopian podcast. Until then, uh, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free